Hello there, my friends, and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. It's always a delight to spend the afternoon with you, or if you're listening to the replay of the show, the early morning hours on Friday. Today, we are talking about fresh ideas for final chapters. You might say, wow, where'd you get that idea? Well, we are in the final month of this year. If you're listening to the show live, we have just stepped into December. And without any further ado, I want to say to my mom, happy, happy birthday, mom. I sure hope you receive this message I love December 1st because it is your birthday. It is also, it is also that time of year where we step into holiday. Most of us think of this time as sort of the final chapter of the year. But I want you to also think about the fresh and wonderful ideas that can be coming to you in this final chapter of the year. Sometimes we approach endings of a year or a project or even a story like, well, we've done 11 chapters. Now we're just on chapter 12. We'll just wrap it up. But I think it's very, very important to keep your eyes wide open for fresh ideas. You don't know what the benefit of reflecting over the last year could bring to this final chapter that you're stepping into. You want to give it a little attention. You want to look at those details. And to help you out, I've got five tips today. Some are those that I've used over and again with my students And some I've learned along the ways from others. So I hope you have a full hour to spend with me. And if you have questions, I would love for you to write to me and send those questions directly to me. My email is debbie at coachdebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Just write to me there. Or you can go on Facebook and send a little message to me, either if you are in the group, if you're in the Story You talk radio group with Coach Debbie, you can send a question there, or you can send a question via the back end of Messenger. So we're going to dive right in into fresh ideas in the final, final chapters of the year, of a project, of a book, any sort of final chapters, okay? I want to just give you idea number one. I sort of touched on it, but idea number one is that in the final chapters, you want to be reflecting. Because you just don't know where a fresh idea is going to come from. But if you're not willing to reflect where you've been, 
then you've almost got a door shut where a fresh idea might be trying to knock and get your attention. I was just working with someone getting her manuscript all ready to go to publication. In her mind, it was just set, finished, done, etc. And she got an email from her editor that said, hey, could we talk about this one little thing right here? And my client got on Zoom with me and she was just fit to be tied and said, I really thought I was done. I really thought I could just escape for the holiday. And I said, well, you you might have this eagerness to get into your holiday, but what if you also had that same eagerness to just hear your editor out and and find out what sort of fresh idea she might be able to offer you? And now, you know, the two of them have had their conversation and they're working it out. And, and I think they're both quite happy that they stopped and reflected before the book went to publication. There was this extra little thing to offer the reading audience. But if we're not reflecting, well, then hopefully our editor is, hopefully someone is, so that we really, really feel that the final chapters of our book, our projects, our maybe maybe you've even got like your house on the market. Is everything done? Is it ready to go to market? Are you ready to get the best price possible for that beautiful home? It could be just about anything in the final, final chapters, but you really want to be reflecting and listening in on how you can best serve that final chapter before you wrap it up and call it done. You don't want to just hurry it up and be done. It just won't serve you. Let's just take a minute here and celebrate a few people that have done a great job when they, too, uh, were working on something very, very important to them. Uh, We were just celebrating my mom, and it is her birthday today. I love celebrating her birthday. We've had many, many birthdays when we were in the same state and just easily. In fact, my mother and I lived on the same street at one point. And uh, later, we both moved and we ended up being about an uh, a mile from each other, which was about uh, a little over a 15-minute walk uh, for me. In my direction, I remember it was uphill. So I, I got the benefit of not only seeing my mother, but also doing my best to keep fit. So that's one place I am celebrating. I'm celebrating my mom uh, before the year comes to an end here. I'm also celebrating that my dear friend Donnie B is 34 years new today. 34 years ago, he made a very important decision about his sobriety, and he is 34 years new. And my guess is that year 33 
probably took him into some tumbling gymnastics to help him decide that that would be the last year of shenanigans and the new year the new year had to come up so he could say hey it's time to do things differently i am celebrating with you donnie b i'm also celebrating with becky becky is published she is a published author as of about 2 days ago her book is just out she made the announcement on facebook and this was not your everyday journey to write this book not at all this was a journey that involved shattering grief that she was moving beyond she used her art of taking photographs she's quite a photographer as well as blending that with her words and she has come up with a beautiful beautiful book a tribute to a dear friend of mine and her life partner who has departed it is a beautiful book and i am celebrating her because i do remember that in her final chapters of working with this book she was very very courageous she found a whole new attitude for life and i think a lot of that was because in the long long journey of doing the book she was really growing and she was really adding to her whole new way of how she was going to show up in the world it's not that she had done anything wrong it's that she was seeing she had learned so much by going through something very very difficult and i just want to celebrate becky because her book took a lot of courage and every time she told me you know after this book i'm going to write another one and after that one there might even be a third any time i'd check in with her about that she would just say i love writing it is so fun to actually have these appointments with myself where i get to write now that grew out of a very very hard time so we don't want to we don't want to slam the door on the final chapters of some experience because we might find out there's something really really beautiful for us to take away from that i also want to celebrate michael today he was a student of mine in the thick of the whole coronavirus thing and he had a vision for starting a brand new podcast he was just talking about it just figuring out the early bits and pieces of it and we put together an action plan and i really 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 talked to him about how story was going to set him free his podcast is called voice for chefs four is the number four voice for chefs and what he has done is help the chef come out of the kitchen wherever that chef might be a chef come out of the kitchen and share some stories in Michael's podcast and then Michael produces them so 
listeners like you and I can tune in. And it's all about these stories of the chef that we would never, never know simply by showing up at their restaurants and enjoying their food. We wouldn't know these stories if Michael wasn't inviting them to the podcast. So these are just some people I am celebrating today. Most of them were on some sort of journey where in some final chapters, some situation, they really embarked on reflecting and hearing a higher calling and following it. And it has served them so well, so, so well. It's really in this patience of realizing that anytime we go on a journey, whether we're writing a book, whether we're starting a new podcast, whether we've even decided to like put our house on the market, whether we're doing something that might even just take like an hour, like trying a new recipe. It's it's in those final moments where you might be thinking, okay, 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 we're almost done here. We're almost done. You might be just washing your hands, getting all done. We really want to tune in just a little bit deeper and just listen in. Is there something more I could know here? Is there even something bigger? Is there a bigger story going on that I might miss if I just turn and walk away real quickly? Another place I really noticed this happening, in fact, a friend and I were talking about this just yesterday. You know that feeling when you get a new job, but you haven't yet left the old job? And you almost eat you know, you treat the old job like, well, I'm, I'm all done here. And you just, you just almost tune out and miss all the magic of what that old job gave you so that you were able to then envision a new one and get ready. Be, before you cross that bridge from what you've had toward what you're going into, you really want to pay attention in that final chapter, that final month of the year, that final episode. You really want to tune in and listen and just see, is there some gift, something wonderful that's being offered to me? And if I rush my way out of this, I'm going to miss it completely. Think too about this. You might be in a season right now because it's holidays where you're having opportunity to travel and take little vacations. There is this really important step between leaving the vacation and coming back into your regular life. It's so important to cherish that time you've had on vacation and really think about the you, the new you that is going home. Who is that new you that's going home? 
I mean, after all, you just had a break. You have changed to some degree. Who is that new you that's going home? And what will you offer in that place of home? What will you be doing? If you're not listening in that final chapter of the vacation, you you might miss some golden nugget that was really, really meant for you. So we're going to keep talking about this. I would love to take your questions. We're really looking at those final ideas right when you're doing the final chapters of a year, of a book, of maybe being on a job, of selling a home, a career, something. What's that final message that you don't want to miss out on? I'm going to help you with this, so stick around. We're going to come right back after the break. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. If you're just tuning in, we're talking today about fresh ideas for final chapters. It's really, really, really important that you don't get up and run out the door right before that great message at the very end has come and enlivened your experience. Speaking of final chapters, before we wrap up this year, I have something very, very special for you, and this is my Inner Circle subscription. It's for Story You Talk Radio, and the early bird special is on right now in this final month of 2022. This Inner Circle subscription is for the whole year of 2023. It's an annual subscription and it averages out to being only $37 a month. But it is my way of bringing you into this inner circle with others that enjoy this show and would just like to do a little bit more. And we're going to do exactly that in 2023. We're going to have a time each month where we can meet on Zoom and have our own little story around what we want to learn, how we want to grow throughout the year. I'm going to offer opportunities to go to book readings together. 
especially in the Seattle area, because that's where I live. But while I am away, there will be uh, opportunities in other cities as well, especially in the California area. I will be inviting you to uh, the radio show in in 2023. Some of you are working on books. Some of you are working on ideas that you want to say live to our audience. I'll be bringing you in for that. Those of you who have businesses and you're looking for a place to advertise, I'll be offering you great deals on that and more and more and more. There'll be a Facebook group. There's a newsletter. And like I said, this averages out to $37 a month right now for the annual early bird. It's an annual subscription, and this is the early bird pricing. It's going on right now. And I want you to know about it before the year ends because the price will go up in the new year. I am really excited about this, about continuing to work with you and some others in this inner circle. It is great to be here and to be able to reach you and many, many others, but I also know the value of condensing a group and really getting into more intimate conversation about how our stories are impacting us, how it's allowing us to grow because we are in community, and how, like I said, we celebrate. We celebrate in the early stages, the middle stages, and in the very final stages. Once again, I just want to say happy Happy birthday to my mom. I hope you are listening today. I hope you are having yourself just a wonderful, wonderful day. Let's see here. Let's let's keep going with these tips here. We're looking at final ideas and fresh ideas that might come up when you're in the last chapters. And you might be thinking, the last chapters of what? Well, it could be the last chapter of your book, could be the last chapter of the year, could be the last chapter of a letter you're writing, it could be the last chapter of getting your home ready for sale, could be the last chapter of moving to another city, it could be just about anything. You know that feeling of the last chapter of a job, of a, of a book, of anything. Here's something that I tell my students when they're working on their books and they're coming up to the ending and they're, they're getting that look on their face that the panic attack is brewing. Happens almost every time. <laughs> and they'll say, you know, I don't, I don't know that I have something miraculous to share at the very end here. What am I going to do? What am I going to say? And what I tell people is that endings don't require solutions, but we all want satisfaction. 
at the end. And the ending of your book doesn't require that you solve world peace. If you are writing in a particular genre, you you might be worried, gosh, I'm in the health and fitness industry. What do I have to solve before I finish this book? You can put pressure on yourself like that, (laughs) but you don't need to. Your ending does not need to be a solution for others, but you want to offer a certain satisfaction. And so when I think of some of my favorite movies, stories, books, interviews, biographies, anything like that, I think about the fact that when I shut the book or when I turned off the television, that I I just felt really content and glad that I went for the journey. I I watched this two-hour movie, and I'm glad I did. It ended on a good note. There was this feeling of satisfaction and not necessarily this need that something be solved so we never, ever have to face it again. That's That's not the job of an author. It's not your job. It's not my job. We are offering a journey of some sort. As writers, we take our audience on a journey with us. As a viewer of a show, you have gone on a short journey watching the show, and you want to be satisfied at the end. You might even want uh, a question that helps you go on and go, oh, I hadn't thought of that. But really, it's it's not important that you solve world peace at the end of your book. In fact, if you enter your book trying to do so, you'll probably find you won't finish it. And you'll probably find it's not really the experience you want to have as a writer because that is a really tall order. And just to have a little fun here, I'm going to ask you, do you know anyone who has solved world? <laughs> I can't even get the whole sentence out. It's making me crack up here. We we haven't gotten there yet is all I'm trying to say. We We don't have the solution for world peace. But what we have are things that authors have opened up so that we can think, we can join in, we can grow, we can transform, we can be our best, we can do our part, we can take steps. That gives you a sense of satisfaction. The solution doesn't have to be at the end of every single thing you do. It's possible that the ending is opening up a new beginning for something else. And that can be very satisfying as well. Another idea that I talk with people about, especially those that resisted writing, they may have come to me because there was an article that they needed to do for their job or There was something that was important to complete, 
And they saw the writing as more of an assignment. What I've often told people is that it might have started as an assignment, but if you keep writing from your heart, you will become one with a craft. And what I mean by that is this will be your creative outlet. This will be something that you work on and and you will sculpt and you will get better and better and better at it. And you will enjoy that you're getting better and better and better at it. It is your craft. It's not just your assignment. If you're not open to the idea as you come to the end of that first assignment that you could be stepping into something altogether new for yourself, you're going to miss it. You're going to think this was a one and done. You know, I had this one opportunity to write a particular article. I had this one opportunity to send a love letter to my daughter. I had this one opportunity to reach out to that new job opportunity, whatever. If you see it as just a one and done, I did it, it's over, you you might miss out on the fact that you've actually stepped into a craft. It started as an assignment started as something that called to you and said, this needs to happen. But now what you're seeing is, ah, my skill needs to continue to develop. That's what I really want. Sometimes I I think back about the, the early days of my story when I started playing piano. In fact, yeah, I'm going to tell you this story since it's my mother's birthday and it, it was my mother that started me playing the piano. But even before that, even before that, when I was three, I I have a lot of memories at three, uh, never, never underestimate how far back your memory can go. And when I was three and four, my mom and I lived in Chicago, and it's very cold in Chicago, as you know. But my mother wasn't that many years away from her college days where she played the piano. My mother is very, very accomplished on the piano. And I remember how I felt when my mother played the piano. I mean, I felt so at ease. I felt so loved listening to my mother play these Chopin nocturnes, listening to my mother play Beethoven. It it was amazing to me how her hands could move up and down the piano. And soon after we moved to San Diego, took a little bit of time but my mother acquired a piano. And again, the piano in the house, my mother playing it all the time. And just this amazing feeling I had watching her and listening to what she could do 
with all these keys and notes. She had this talent she had crafted by playing the piano daily. And she had been playing since she was very, very young. Now it was time that I got to step into learning about playing the piano. And what I found was, <laughs> not only did I absolutely never come anywhere close to what my mother could do, but even, even with my desire to be good at the piano, and I was okay, I was all right, uh, I didn't start there. I started at crummy <laughs> and basic. At least that's how it felt. In those very early chapters of learning what scales are, learning to play the eight notes, 16 notes, over and 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 over again, until you think you're just going to fall off of the piano bench, you're so bored with yourself. That, that was the magic of starting the craft. It was really, really frustrating to me that for quite some time I had to play scales because I didn't have the ability yet to play complete songs with the exception of tiny little one note at a time songs like Mary Had a Little Lamb. I think that's the first song any of us learn. But eventually I was playing Beethoven too. Not like my mother, not those really, really hard ones, but I was playing Beethoven too. I remember a song I loved to play. It was called The Entertainer. It was really fast. You had to really move your hands up and down the keyboard very quickly. And that didn't come in the first or the second or the third year of playing the piano. But what would have happened if I had left? What what would have happened if I had just decided, you know, I'm somewhere between playing Mary Had a Little Lamb and someday playing The Entertainer. Can't imagine what it's going to take to play The Entertainer. What if I had just seen that as a final chapter and I had just checked out? I mean, truth be told, my mother could play to the degree and in a way that I never could. But what kept me going, what kept me feeling fresh ideas as a piano player was the desire to simply grow and that desire to feel as contented and as happy as I felt when I would listen to her play. Because those really, really young days, when I was three and four, and after we moved to San Diego, and she got another piano and she'd play, she'd have students come to the house. I just, I remember the peace that it gave me to listen to her. And eventually I had a certain relationship with the piano. It, it was this feeling that I could create. It, it was a great story from my life. I no longer have a piano. I no longer practice. 
But I can tell you, it it all began because my mother had been so courageous to play so long that she had become that talented. She brought such a beautiful feeling to her playing. And it was something that I wanted to grow into. That's that's kind of the magic of teaching. But what if she had stopped playing long before? I never would have experienced that. I never would have learned to play the piano. She never would have gotten the comfort from the piano. These stories, these, this is what helps us to keep going in anything we do. We want to be tapped into all the chapters because we might think we're in a final chapter, but you would be surprised if you just reflect and turn into tune into how you feel. You would be surprised what fresh ideas can come up right about the time you're thinking about quitting right about the time you're thinking about walking away. There are fresh ideas when you least expect it. Okay, my friends, I have more for you. Stay tuned. I got to take one more break, but we'll be right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your hostess, Coach Debbie, and I just want to thank you for coming along for the ride. Every Thursday, we show up live to give you a new show. We are live 4 o'clock Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And on KKNW, we offer you a replay on Friday morning, 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. I want to tell you about my inner subscription just quickly again. We will be offering this annual subscription as we go into 2023. Of course, it'll be available for the entire year, but the early bird special is on right now. When you pay for the annual subscription, it comes out to an average of $37 a month. And there are so many invitations that come your way with this subscription from uh, book 
authorings where we go to to see some of the favorite authors coming to town. We do this together as a small group. Each month there will be a class just for us. We'll have many online little retreats together. Lots and lots of fun. I hope you're getting the newsletter so that you're getting all the details on it. But if you'd like to sign up and receive the details, go to CoachDebbie.com. Coach Debbie, that's D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. And just click on the newsletter, sign up, and all the details will come to you. Like I said, the early bird special is going on right now. And I would love for you to join the community and just be a part of what is on offer for 2023. In addition, if you are writing in 2023, it's been three years now since I have offered my author's mastermind. Oh boy, we had to go through some big changes in 2020 to make that happen, but we did it. And it was it was so, so wonderful to meet everyone online and do the six-month program together. But I've had a lot of chance to revise it and to take some feedback, fill that in, and create the new author's mastermind. If you would like to join this, it does require a $500 deposit and then the payments begin in the middle of January. And this is for someone who is writing a book, a podcast, they're writing a TED Talk, they're writing a series of blog posts, articles, or if you're even doing some writing because you're really taking your own introspective journey. Let me tell you, that is a lot like writing a book, a lot. Ask the girl that has many, 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 many journals. (laughs) I was always surprised to find out that writing a book was no harder than going to my journal and telling the truth. I always thought writing a book, especially when I was a teen and in my early 20s, I thought it was going to be this mammoth thing, but it's not. It's not if you have a system to follow and if you have someone you can trust to talk to about it, it it works out. But if the one you spend the most time talking to is your inner critic, I promise you, it's going to be tough. So I would love, love, love to be your coach in 2023 if there is something you are authoring. Again, just reach out to me. You can write to my email. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Tell me what you're up to. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Or you can go to my website, CoachDebbie.com, and just click on connect and send me a little note. Tell me what you're up to. And I'll give you all the details about the author's mastermind and answer any questions you have. I'm the only one who reads my email, so anything you say is safe with me. I also want to talk to you in these final minutes of our show today about 
just some tips that I have followed that have really, really helped me when I didn't have the, just the privilege to pick up the phone and, and get some help from someone else. This is something I took in from James Clear, and I noticed recently he put it in one of his newsletters, but it's straight from his book, Atomic Habits. And it's kind of this five-minute rule. He says, it only takes five minutes to break the cycle. Now, for me, this goes back to the idea that when we're in the final hours or the final chapters, is there a fresh idea in that? I've come to believe that there is. But sometimes when it's dark and we're alone and we have no one to talk to, it doesn't feel like there could be a fresh idea at all. But James Clear speaks very, very well about this idea that it only takes five minutes to break a cycle. And this is what he says. Five minutes of exercise and you are back on a path. Five minutes of writing and the manuscript is moving forward again. Five minutes of conversation and the relationship is restored. It doesn't take much to feel good again. Now, what I wanted to share with you about that is I have, since since especially the pandemic, I have conducted hundreds of Zoom coaching calls that are recorded. And when I go back and review the recording, I have noticed this exact pattern in the recordings. And what it is, is the the client feels like, oh, I'm at this place. I I just can't come up with the next idea. I'm just not sure what to do. They're feeling the pressure that they're either stuck or they're in the final chapters and they just don't know how to keep going with it. And what I find is somewhere in the next five minutes of our conversation, they have an aha. It doesn't matter if I'm coaching a female client, a male client, a young client, an older client, a new writer, an advanced writer, a prolific writer. It doesn't matter. Somewhere in about five minutes, they have an aha. And I'm going to tell you, it's because, A, they have admitted, I feel stuck. I'm not quite sure where to go from this. And B, I'm there with them and we keep going. When you keep going, when you put in the five minutes, as James Clear talks about, you're giving yourself this opportunity to reset. I've noticed this even when it's been cold outside and I've thought to myself, I really want to go for a walk today, but it's so cold. And then I tell myself, you know what? I'm going to go walking for five minutes. And if I can't take it, I'm going to turn around and come right back home. It is rare that I turn around and come right back home. I keep going. The same is true with writing. 
The same is true with talking to your coach, talking with your mentor. If you're truly feeling stuck or you're feeling like you don't have any fresh ideas left, but you've got a mentor or a coach in front of you and the two of you keep going, not only are you going to come up with something a little fresh, but you're you're often going to have kind of a an aha where you're like, I, I don't think I've ever thought of that before. I don't think I've ever said it quite like that before. It's, it's all, it's like it all clicks into place because you had the courage to give it five more minutes and keep going. And hear me when I say I am not against taking a break. I want you to take a break when you're dead tired. But when you are admitting to the fact that you have energy, you're just stuck. Or that you've written 10 great chapters, but you really want to make it to 12. And you don't think you have another idea in you, but if you did, you'd keep going. That's the time to employ this five-minute rule. Get across from someone you trust, someone that has mentored you, someone that has coached you, someone that has advised you, someone that you know you trust. And I bet you, with your willingness, and that's a key ingredient, you're going to find that there's this aha moment for you just five minutes away. As we close up our show today, I also want to emphasize something that, again, Don, Don, with 34 years of celebration today, he helped me uh, know about this TED Talk from Master Yi, Y-I, Master Yi. And Master Yi talks about these three components of choice, chance, and change. And what's really important about this is that we we see the order. First, when we feel stuck, when we feel like we can't go on, we actually have a choice. Am I going to go on or am I going to give in to stuck? We have a choice right there. There's a, a nice fork in the road. If you choose to follow going on, going forward, enlisting some help, Don't do it the same old way. Try something new. What you're going to notice is you have said yes to choice and choice leads you to a new chance. Now at at that fork again of chance, you're going to be confronted with, am I going to keep going with this or am I going to just shut it down and say, oh, that That new chance looks too good to be true. So a real example, you feel like I have a great idea. I want to start a podcast. Wow, if I only knew what to do. Hmm, let me think about it all by myself. Okay, I've been sitting here thinking for an hour by myself. I can't come up with one more idea, but I want more ideas right there. Right there's your opportunity for choice. And pick up the phone, call someone you trust. If you go down that road with them, 
more ideas are going to come to you. You're going to be at that new fork in the road where there's a chance now. You're at the chance to say, ooh, I like this. Or you're going to shut it down and go, well, I like this, but I don't know how I'm going to carry it out. Or I like this, but I don't think I have the funds to do any of that. Or I like this, but I don't think I need to be doing it. Aren't there a thousand other people out there doing that? You can either shut it down or you can continue on that next fork in the road, that chance. And if you do, if you start to carry out your new choices and follow this chance, you're going to be met by others that can help. And that's where the real change takes place. Real change, real stuff, the kind of stuff that sticks for 34 years, just like Donnie B. The kind of stuff that changes you from the old way into the new way. It all begins with knowing there are choices in front of me. Not everything is just dictated. There are choices in front of me. This requires really listening and keying in in those final hours, those final chapters. When you're in the final chapters of the year, in the final chapters of your story, final chapters of your job, there's choices in front of you, chances waiting for you, change available to you. But if you don't start, none of that's going to happen. None of that. So my dear friends, here we are in the very, very last month of this year. There are all kinds of choices and chances you have in front of you as you start looking toward the new year. Don't shut this year down before really examining things offered to you. Could be the inner subscription that I'm offering you. Could be an author's mastermind could be something at your job, could be something that that is just waiting for you to open your arms to. If I can be of help to you, please go to coachdebbie.com. Remember, I'm here every Thursday, and I always, always love your company. Until next week, namaste, my friends. <music>